with me, Olu Dolapo. This podcast was created as a space for real-life people with real-life experiences that most of us can relate with and learn from. Um, so if you're a lover of rich conversations, then grab a drink or a snack or nothing really, and let's get into it. Really? Um, well, I think you should try I this. Think I'm more of a video. Or YouTube. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I think I should try it first. Well, I think you should. Okay, okay so um, today we'll be talking about major live acts as a Christian. I mean, like, live acts we can deploy as Christians. Um, over time, I've just got to realize that no matter what your religion is, you at some point or the other face some live realities. A major advantage we have as Christians is that we have the Spirit of God who teaches us all things. And um, <clears throat> in, th- in today's episode, I'll be having a discussion with um, Damlola Tinjigbeson on some of the major life acts we can deploy as Christians, even in the face of the uncertainties of this life. Okay, so please, could you introduce yourself? Okay, I am Damlala Tijibeso. Yeah, I am Tijibeso. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm a lawyer. I work with. Yeah, that's true. No, it's not a I don't know why Kingsley was saying yeah. lawyer. I was just thinking that too. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> anyway, um, I am the creative director at Glamina Direct. Yeah, you guys like patronizer. Oh yes, please do. I want to touch your added to this. Yeah, yeah. What else? That's basically. Yeah. Everything I can say for now about me. She's a child of God. Yeah. And um, one of the reasons why I decided to like do this episode with her is practically because um, she led prayer in church one day and um, she laid emphasis on most of the points I have um to talk about oh really yeah wonderful wow. yeah so that's why that's why i have to say it's like record this episode with r mm. so the first thing we'll be talking about is confession of god's word like i stated in the um there was a called in the introduction i said um a major advantage we have as christians is that we have the spirit of god who teaches us all things and um one of the things the Spirit of God will help us to do is to understand God's Word and how we can deploy God's Word no matter what we face, even though it might not be, it might not be like all rosy and sweet, but there's a way God's Word comforts us in the midst of the storm. And um, that's something I've actually experienced in my own life over time. Not everything is always like sweet, but having a word you can hold on to, it's, it's a major thing that helps us to navigate through the storm. What's your view about confession of God's Word as a major life arc we can deploy not just as christian even anybody um <clears throat> okay for me i think growing up we learned memory verse yes you know? and then, yes you know these verses little little verses that right. they taught us at that time mm-hmm. you know it's as a way of bringing in your head mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. you know and then you know growing up i did know that that was a form of confession yeah. at that time until I grew up and I started hearing about confession, confess the word of God, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I think most of my own personal um, 
self affirmation words are from the scriptures and mm. are from like memory verses I learned when I was growing up. Mm. In fact, it's a culture in my family. Like after money devotion, we have to recite like a memory verse each, at least one each. So mm. it has just mm. it has just been helpful. Okay, so um, so confession really, mm. it's for me when I take the confessions or when i make my confessions okay it just if for instance now i am down mm. or i can't get to do something mm. and then i begin to confess the scriptures mm-hmm. as regards that, the, that particular that, that area of my life maybe it's it may not get uh, i may not get it done or mm-hmm, it may not mm-hmm. be sorted mm-hmm. at the immediate yeah. but inside of me it is sorted Ready. Mm, there's a, there's this peace of mind. Exactly. Inside of me it is sorted and I can move past the um feeling down stage and move on with my life. So mm. that's what um confession does for you and can have confession for different areas mm-hmm, of your mm-hmm. the confession I have for my uh, marriage is mm-hmm. different from confession I have for my career, mm-hmm. for my business, for mm-hmm. you have different different things. Yeah. And the way I create my confession is Okay, so for instance, now in my business, I want to achieve this by this time, or okay. I want this done, or mm-hmm. I want to. So my confession is crafted in that line. Yeah, I understand what you're so saying. So we 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 can't use the same confession. I can't use the same confession with for your career, and yeah. I cannot. This what I want is different from what you want I, I, I in your career. You get so yeah. yeah. So I also think about what I want or. Yeah, the future I want in that particular area I, and I craft you. my confession around that. Okay, um, so like we just we just stated now that confessing God's word is a major act that we can deploy as Christians. Yeah. In fact, the the truth is most times when we confess God's word, it doesn't look like it. Like the solution doesn't just come boom, like yeah. just like that. But the good thing is that um, when we when we confess God's word, we we receive a um, peace of mind yeah. from God. I yeah. particularly. Um, yeah. in that situation that we're going through yeah okay so what's the next thing you want to talk about um, in regards to service to god and humanity yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so i'll just use jesus as example the example because mm-hmm. he's the only example we have anyway um when jesus came to earth mm-hmm. He came to serve yeah, all right. through his time he came to serve and you know when he left he left us with the same assignment mm-hmm. to serve others to serve and you know scripture says that um uh i can't really remember i think it's first peter let me check please okay first peter chapter four where he talks about use the gift that has been given unto you let me um, check on first peter chapter 4 from verse 10 uh yes as each one has received a gift minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of god uh-huh. yeah so that's the that's the verse and one of what that verse says to me is that what has been given to you uh-huh. is for you to serve others right. and you know there are different places in the scriptures where it says that um you should not be selfish. Mm-hmm. You should think of your um fellow human yeah, beings. Check one of um we should care about our 
um, what's it called now? Our neighbor or our brothers <laughs> should care about them. So we are called to serve as a as a life hack. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, how do we tie this together now? So I I have I have like a thought about this. Mm. So first of all, I've just got to realize that you cannot serve without love. Mm, so if, if you really want to serve you have to have genuine love towards wherever yeah. you are serving now i'm not i'm not leaving god out of the option now yeah over time i think it's even a major act for like even anybody randomly because mm. most of the people who are like great men now they once served other somebody and they rode on the wings of the person they served under mm. and that was how they got to where they are today so service to god is a major thing and service to humanity is also like a plus if you really want to like get to where you want to you. get to in your life i saw something on social yeah i saw something on social media today that if you want to like um if if you know where you are going uh get someone to mentor you in that aspect do not let just do not just let the person mentor you but like serve under the person mm. so when you serve under the person you will learn a whole lot of things that you know learn during the master class Mm, so true. when you serve people you learn a lot and there's irate of a um, tendency that you get to where you want to get to early in life true 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 that true that true that coincides why coincides do uh, does it have to be seen no 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 does just anything yeah, yeah so, so um the third thing we'll be talking about is um giving I mean, giving is a major life act, not just for Christians, not just for Muslims, not just for Buddhists. I mean, I think it's something that practically everybody in the world practices because um, there is, I think there's a force behind giving. And like people say, it's a seed. When you sow a seed of giving, you you don't know how you're going to return it, like get the returns. You don't know. It can come in any form. And um, even in Islam, I realized that these guys intentionally like give like they are very intentional about giving and the same thing with we christians we are so intentional like it's something we teach in church uh, mm. give not just not just offering not just tithes i mean giving to like our fellow human being and all mm. so i think giving is actually like a major force in the world mm. to the universe that's um that's the universe responds to and um it's full of blessing when we do it with a genuine art mm. what do you think about giving yeah i i agree with you giving is um 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 one of the one of the very i don't know what what to use now but phenomenal yes yes and you you give because it is um it is from it's more arts. blessed to give. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more blessed to give. Because if you can give somebody, that means you have been blessed right. already. And you can and be a blessing to somebody to else. Somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you know, being able to give somebody, you are making somebody happy, making somebody blessed to you are being used as an instrument, right. making somebody's life better. Mm-hmm. And one thing I would add to this is that um you can never have enough. For you to give, right. I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yes, yes, so yes. So let's say you earn a thousand naira uh-huh. a day, you can't you shouldn't wait till you earn hundred dollars uh-huh. before you before give you from give the little people. that you have. It does not have to be big. It yeah. does not have to be little. Little. You can have a budget for. In fact, for, for me, giving. giving is just a major lesson I've learned from my mom. 
um, she will always say um, when you're going to visit someone you must not go empty and dead mm. um, when you realize some when someone comes to you and gives you like um, I don't want to use the word I don't want to say when someone runs to you but when someone gives like shares their body to you about a certain thing that they need and you realize you don't even have up to what they need you can just give like apart from all the encouragements you can give them like something, something. just give yeah. them something tangible it some sort yeah. of joy to their because heart, to the okay i would just use myself as an example when somebody gives me something mm. especially something that i wasn't expecting you yeah. get mm-hmm. gives me some sort of joy that yeah. i feel loved mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my love language <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay uh all right so Okay, um, so the next thing we'll be talking about as a major life app we can deploy as Christian, which I realized like is even like a universal language or universal act, is pray without season. I mean, Christians pray, Muslims pray, um, Buddhists pray, or they meditate. I mean, practically <laughs> everybody in the world, in whatever religion we are practicing, we pray. As small as it is well, as small as God help me, practically everybody, <laughs> <It is> well. <laughs> practically everybody prays. Oh, so, um, I mean, apart from the fact that Jesus encourages us to pray or encouraged us to pray in the scriptures, uh, most of us don't feel like it, to be honest, for me, precisely, mm-hmm. but I usually do not feel like it. And there are times when you not just know the, the energy just come from anywhere, from nowhere, and you just find yourself praying in the car, in the bathroom, like randomly, you just find yourself praying. In fact, it has happened to me since that most of I just like step out of the office, I take a walk, and I just pray around. I don't know if it happens to you, too, but it happens to me a lot, like actually in recent time. So, praying, I think, is like a major force that um, the universe reckons with. It's a major arc that is deployable for us as a Christian mm-hmm. and even other religion. What do you think mm-hmm. about prayer? Mm-hmm. And I like that you said that um, pray without season because yeah. it's not just prayer, yeah. but without season, like mm-hmm. never stopping, don't stop praying, praying. don't stop praying, and um, there's always something to pray about, uh-huh. and there is no issue that is too small. There's nothing at all, as little as what should I wear this morning, uh-huh. you know, it would save you a whole lot if you can pray. I'm telling you, yeah, if you can start it out in the place of prayer mm. and about not feeling like it is when you don't feel like it most that you should pray. pray yes yeah, that you should pray because there are things that are holding you back from not mm. praying so you need to deal with it mm-hmm. you know that devil get behind me <laughs> <laughs> it's not always easy yeah i can relate so much right. with that it could be anything but in those times especially when you realize that you are struggling to pray that's when mm. you should Pray. Pray. That's yeah. Really I, I think I love that line when you're struggling to praise when you should pray. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't have to be something you so um, dramatic. You don't have to kneel down. You don't have to. Mm, just... I think a lot of us have to like unlearn the thoughts that you have to kneel down or mm. you must kneel down when you want to pray. You have to be in some kind yeah. of feeling before yeah. you pray. You can pray in any mm-hmm. any mood. Mm-hmm. You can pray in any yes. mood at yes, all. Yes, I agree yeah. with you. Because you're talking to your father and you don't have to be in some sort of way before you can pray. Yeah. I agree. And I think another thing I've learned about um, our emotions and the act of praying or the act of prayer is that 
most times our emotions doesn't want us to pray i mean in the sense that yeah. you might be angry yeah. or you might be moody yeah. in fact i think that's when you should just pray you necessarily do not need to scream you necessarily do not need to like lie down you necessarily do not need to like kneel down you can't, yeah exactly you can express how you feel exactly mm-hmm. how you feel don't fake it before god mm-hmm. if you're angry you express how right. you I, I, exactly there was a time i was having a discussion with a friend when i was in secondary school and she was telling me about how she mentions everything to god that's mm-hmm. why that's prayer like when she's liking a guy she tells god like oh god so yeah. uh, i met That's this guy yesterday and i like him so much like what do you think okay i'm not going to move forward if you don't tell me anything like that kind of conversation and so that's prayer and i think it's something we can just start with as well if you are in that space as well mm. yeah so that's the type of prayer has um, a major life act we can deploy as christians and even non-christians mm. And um, the next thing we'll be talking about is leverage on godly relationships. Mm. And I'm even forced to say like leverage on any relationship mm. because godly relationships is not enough. I don't, yep. I don't, know, I don't know how to explain it that you will not misunderstand me. It's not enough to take you to where you are going. Sometimes you'll find yourself in a rough relationship, which is quote unquote, not godly, but it will bring you to like where you have to be sometimes uh, how do i say this now you'll be with like a very 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 abusive person or relationship or friendship whatever it is and you just realize that during that time you've learned quite a lot of not like um putting yourself in that kind of boats I wish I could. I wish I could explain this. That you will not misunderstand me. But <laughs> let me just stop there. What do you think about um, leveraging on godly relationships? Let's just be precise. Uh, well, this is my best part because mm. relationship is uh, is very key to me. It very, is very very key. Very key. I'm not one who carelessly makes friends. Mm. I don't. I think I realized that. <laughs> I don't. I've watched you from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm always very careful, especially. I think why I am careful about relations because I don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't. I don't have energy for drama. I don't have energy for drama. I don't want you know. So I'm usually very picky mm. with. Um, I my think it's even a good thing to be picky, because when but there is a need for a balance there hmm. too because like you said it's not only godly relationship yeah. that you need yeah mm-hmm. um one needs to be you need to discern yeah, the role somebody is yeah. playing in your life in at, your a life at a particular season yeah I think this explains what i was trying to say better mm-hmm. the other time so yeah so you um I'm in a place where you know I've always been somebody that has always been careful, but now God is really teaching me how to actually discern who is supposed to be my friend now mm-hmm. and who is not supposed to be, be my friend. friend. The relationship I'm supposed to walk out of, the relationship I'm supposed to keep Maintain, really tight, no matter what is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, over the years I've I've had wonderful, wonderful friends, but. Yeah. You know, they may not be able to get me all the things that I need. I mm-hmm. may need other relationships. So I must be able to discern mm-hmm. and also be able to also learn. Hmm, there's a part of learning to learning how to manage each relationship with their different specifications. Mm, I think that's that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Um so and I think for me one thing I've learned about leveraging on godly relationships is that you you are not enough on your own. No. I'm not enough on my own. Nah. So I need Can't people in my life. Yourself. 
I need people in my life to, yeah. to like um, leverage was, sorry, on their strength. There was strength. a quote that I saw okay. recently. Uh, if you go alone, you go fast. Yeah. But if you go uh, with, uh, with people, yeah. you go far. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so that says that you cannot do. In all fact, that. I feel like it's wise to like not leverage on yourself alone, or not mm. to, like rely on yourself alone yeah, you on your wisdom on your. Cap- you, you don't even nobody has the capacity to like yeah. do that. So. I mean, leveraging on godly relationships is, is a major thing. Mm, so, coming to the sixth point. Sixth act we can deploy as Christians is minding your business. Do you know this minding your business is in the Bible? Yeah, I think Kingsley once talked, once talked about First it. First Thessalonians. Okay. There I found the scripture. I loved it. Like, yeah, I think really Kingsley Bible once studies. talked about it yeah. in a conversation we had sometime. Maybe this year, last year. Okay. So, uh, we were having a conversation about what was going on in the country at the time. And it made reference to the fact that we have to learn how to mind our business individually and all. Mm. Like, we don't have to be picky and not see into people's matter. That yeah. would help us. That would save us from emotional stress and yeah. all of these things. Yeah. Even though you care about people, but still, mind your business. If they don't call you into it, they, they don't <laughs> want you to know about it yet. That kind of thing. So, um, well, I agree with that to an extent. Well, it's not part of what we are talking about. <laughs> so I think me, it can be talked about me, because um, because for me, mm-hmm. if you say that, um, you should not get involved with. It depends on the relationship. In my own opinion, it depends okay. on the relationship you have with this person. Yeah. So, for instance, now you can see that I am losing weight. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you know that there's something wrong with me. That's why I'm losing weight. Obviously, there's something wrong. That's why I'm losing weight. And you are my friend. I, and I because get, I, I do not tell point. you that uh, so, I'm going through so 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 you mind so your business. The thing is, not everybody is. Um, how do I say this? Okay, let me use myself as an example, right? Uh, when I notice something, I will ask or I will like talk about it. But I realize that um, the person I'm asking is withdrawing. I'll ask one See, more that's time. The point, um, I'll ask I'll one say, more time. You asked Abby. Yes. You asked. Yes. That is it. Okay. So if you didn't ask, that's when there's problem. Okay. You asked. I'll ask one more time, and I realize this person is drawing again. Then I'll begin to tell myself to like. No, the point me I was driving at is at least ask first. Okay. Before you mention <laughs> this. Right. So um, you wanted to like quote the Bible. Uh yeah. Um, mind your business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> First Thessalonians four verse ah I can find it like this four um ten four okay. ten and indeed you do so oh, wait to no eleven okay that you also aspire to lead a quiet life to mind Shengbo. your business wait wait Shengbo. <laughs> like live a quiet life mm. as in mm. I don't like stress aspire to lead a quiet I life I don't want stress <laughs> no, lau, lau. if anybody is stressing me dear. Mama, mama, back up, mama, back out. <laughs> to mind your own business and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you, that you may work properly towards those who are outside, and that you may. Do you get that? Nothing. Which means, if somebody is giving me issue, hmm. mama, let me mind my business. Let me face other people that I know that they will not like drain my energy. Shake yeah, it. But for me, the scripture, what it's basically saying is that um, um, focus on your work. Mm. Focus on your work so that people can see the results. 
on yeah. the website because it's saying here that so that that you may Focus work on properly your work. yeah mind your business um and work with your own hands like focus mm-hmm, on the work mm-hmm. and um so that you will work properly towards those who are outside so the people outside can see that well now it's interpreted in my whole way in the way that i think it's applicable to what we are talking about yeah. what i'm trying to say in short is like mind your business you don't have to like they, they don't have to find you in everything, everything. that's what i'm trying to do that's you don't need to know everything yes you don't need to i don't even have the energy of knowing everything. like i feel like there is bliss in ignorance you don't have to know everything mm. that's what i mean i think Sha. that's what i wrote down mm. like minding your business and it's not just like a major life for christians alone i think it's for everybody yeah like you don't don't focus know. on your work lead a quiet life According to the scripture, yeah, lead a quiet life. You don't have to be jumpy. You don't have to be everywhere. Yeah, you don't have to be. Yeah. Everywhere. So the seventh um, act we have here is um oh no. I leave you to talk to. Talk I wanted to, I wanted to say I'll leave you to talk about that one. <laughs> okay, so um oh no oh no oh no oh no I mean. So I I don't think it's just uh, pertaining to Christians alone. I, I don't think it's to. I think it's a universal law or a universal thing that when you honor someone, like or like we say in Christianity, the grace you do not abuse is the grace you will reap in multiple folds. So, I mean, when you honor someone, there's uh, when you honor someone genuinely, right? Mm. You would also be honored. Mm. So I think uh, another honor I think is um, don't disrespect people. Don't. Don't don't do things that will make them to feel bitter about you. Mm, are you sure the word is honor actually, mm. or self respect? Yeah, self respect is part instead of, of the honor. Uh, because if you are saying honor, mm. honor is more like um, having regard for someone. Yeah. Well, so I'm saying, have regard for people's life. Have regards for <laughs> people's properties. Have regards for people's discussions. Do not mm. put your nose into what is not your matter. Am I, am I making sense? <laughs> am I making sense? Mm. Yeah, well, oh no. Wait, well. let me see first. Oh no. Oh no. I'm not good with your substance. Yes, you can honor God with your substance. You can honor people with your substance, like giving them something. Mm, uh, people in great esteem. Yeah, hold people in great esteem. Mm, yes, so which means you can honor people by giving them something. You can honor people by. Honor begets honor anyway. Hmm? Honor begets honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you'll. Um, what's it called? Respect others if you want them to respect you so in short well. i think what i just want to say is like have regard for people you don't you don't have to like disregard people mm, like, look down re- yeah people. respect people give them their regard mm. whether you've met them before or not mm. have regard for them that's what i'm trying to say in short and that applies to everyone actually mm-hmm. the kids man the cook mm-hmm. the yeah help. yeah i regard for everybody mm. i mean I, I think it's like a positive energy to to deploy individually and i think that oh no well this is one thing i'm learning too is that um don't just show it in front of them behind them because mm-hmm. as a christian that's the right yes. thing to do behind yes. them. because it becomes hypocrisy when you're doing it right yeah. in front of them yeah. alone all right 
so like you guys just have to know that this is just like a casual discussion i mean it's just like one random. Evening, just a random discussion, <laughs> random discussion. <laughs> it is not whatever it is i hope you just pick the lesson from this um so we are talking precisely about major life acts you can deploy as christians and the last point i think we'll be talking about is worship hmm. worship is a major life arc hmm. so uh just like um i've always been hearing over time that worship is not just about the songs we sing worship is actually like a lifestyle i mean it's like i think the message bible defines it better in uh, romans 12 Romans 12, um, let me read from Romans 12, message version, explain better, okay, so it says, so here's what I wanted to do, God helping you, take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering, embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Mm. so which means like each part of our life no matter how minute it might look is like worship to god mm. like yeah. even in our relationships in our being alone like everything we do practically is like an act of worship apart from like the general knowledge of worship that is just the song we sing and all even though that in itself is like a weapon so um that's what i have to say about that yeah so i just had to what you said i really agree with the fact that um, <clears throat> worship is in everything that we do mm-hmm. everything we do is a service to god and that's why we need to live our life as christians now um consciously for god mm-hmm. so that you know that you are in tune because you're worshiping him whatever yeah. you do so, you have so to which be, means everything we do practically yeah. is an act of worship yeah it's a kind act of worship if we are doing the it's right god. thing as unto god yeah as so we have come to the end of this episode yeah do you have anything to say before we call it off well do i have anything to say life hacks we can deploy as Christians. Mm. Like We've anything about, that is not. Yeah, part of the I would we've as about. Christians. Mm-hmm. We need to. Okay, let me just share something. I'm also learning um, the learned. study of the word. You need to know so much of the word yeah. for you to be able to pray uh-huh. properly, effectively. Yeah. Mm. The point in my was a point in time in my season uh-huh. that. Um, you know, when I wake up to pray, mm. I realize that it's the same prayer I prayed yesterday. I pray today. Like, and it's I do, not are, you, are you talking so about the same pattern or you're talking about the same word for word? My brother. Oh. Almost the same word for word. Oh. And I learned that the reason that exactly was because I have slacked and studied the Bible. The word. Yeah. So it's from the word that you actually know how to pray. Uh-huh. And you also need the word for you to live right. It says yeah, that um, your word about hidden in my heart, so yeah, I will not sin against, against you. you. Is the light onto my path? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, you can't know where to go, what to do if mm-hmm. you don't know the, the word, word of God. God. It's the word of God that transforms our mind. Nothing yeah. else, nothing in this life can change your mind. But I think my previous episode with um, Kuchwali, we were talking about 
the fact that you cannot change another person. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the hardest job in this world to try to change somebody else. <laughs> like you can't change another person's heart. So I think the only force in this world that can change another person's heart or mind is, is the, the word. word of God. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we should not underestimate the power the, of the yeah, word in our like I we mean, need it every day mm-hmm, every time mm-hmm. so you need to um it's a life act for me right mm-hmm. now and i'm learning so much about that and about prayer the time i wanted to say that um so i've got to realize that when people attain a certain level there's a way there's a tendency of relaxing in prayer mm. and um, i wanted to say um no matter what you achieve in life Prayer should not be one of the things you're going to like reduce your energy on. Mm. You should, in fact, I feel that's when you should like double up. Yep. Because it will keep you sane. You'll be sensitive to things around you. You'll be sensitive to everything. And um, I think that's one thing that's helped me. Like um, when I pray, I realize I'm more sensitive, like really, really sensitive. And I think it's a major life hack we can deploy. So. Thank you, Damalola to Jigbeso. I had to Jigbeso. It's nice having you on this episode. Thank and I look forward to recording time. more episodes with you in the future. Amen. <laughs> <She's in laughs> amen. Thank you, Dolapo. I'm truly grateful for the opportunity. Oh, I to you, actually. <laughs> to be featured here, and I enjoyed sharing as well. All right. Bye, guys.